Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host. And as always, I am so grateful to have you joining me on this journey today. This is episode 118, and I am coming to you live from my office at home in the Appalachian Mountains here at the Sylvan Well. I'm up on the third floor. Just to give you a little perspective, I'm in my my third floor office. It's the attic, basically, and we converted it into a very slanty roof, little nook of a room. I love it. It's cozy. It's comfortable. It's filled with all of my things, my photos, my journals, my um, angel cards. I'm five foot one, so I don't mind those slanty ceilings at all. And it's a great space to keep my husband out of because he's 6'2 and can't stand up up here. But that's where I'm coming from this morning. It is a cold, snowy degrees of about, or snowy morning of about 26 degrees right now. It's going to get a little warmer through the day, but not much. And we are settled in for winter. I don't know about you where you are, but for us, winter is upon us. And I'm, I'm ready for winter this year. I, I don't like the free, frigid, freezing cold. But I do like the hibernation. I do love the going inward and being still and all of it. So I like winter. I'm trying to embrace all of the seasons, whatever they bring, whatever their strengths are, whatever the high points are. I'm trying to just wrap my arms around it and love it. So I'm trying to stay in that positive mindset about winter coming on. So we are definitely in the middle of the onset. So before we dive into today's topic, which I think is one that is going to resonate with a lot of you, I want to talk to you about something that I mentioned in last week's podcast. So if you have not listened to last week's podcast, I invite you to stop this one and go back and listen to 117, which was all about some tools and things that you can do as an empath or a sensitive human during the holidays to keep yourself centered and happy and healthy and feeling whole and put together. We all, as sensitive humans, have our struggles, and sometimes the holiday seasons can bring those struggles to the forefront. So I invite you to give that a listen. But also coming with the holidays are some specials. Every time there's a holiday season, I offer some of my work at a discounted rate or a special rate, some special services, because I feel like Giving a gift that is tangible, giving a gift that is an experience, giving a gift that can shift the mental state, those are important things to offer someone. And I, in my life, am trying to become much less commercial around the holidays. I've talked about this in the past with giving gifts of time or energy or experiences or listening or just unique things. And so offering intuitive services or health and wellness services might be a great way to go. So I wanted to share just very quickly what those services look like. They um, are up on my Instagram page already. They will be up on our website, my website, um, by Monday. It's something I have to work on over the weekend here. But I wanted to share that with you simply because I believe that giving wealth, health, wellness, wealth. Wealth is great too. Offering health and wellness over the holidays is, is a great deal. So one special that I offer, and I offer this usually mid-year too, somewhere in the midsummer months, is the get one, give one special. 
And if you purchase a single 60-minute session for yourself at the regular rate of 140, then you receive a second reading for only $100. And you can keep that for yourself as well, or you can give it away. And I love the get one, give one, because you are benefiting as well, but you're offering someone else those services. <clears throat> Excuse me. So get one, give one. You can find that on my Instagram page. And that would be a total of 240. And you can use those readings anytime between now and June 30th of 2023. So get one, give ones out there. The other thing that I'm offering is a special holiday trio. And this, this holiday trio is three 50-minute sessions for $298. One of the sessions is an Akashic Records reading. One is a nutritional consultation, and then one 50-minute session is a move and meditate session, which is basically a very restorative, slow yoga practice combined with meditation and mindfulness. And so you can buy that holiday trio, and it, it comes to three 50-minute sessions. And I think what a better, I, I, I just, I feel like what a way to really help someone better their health. So intuitive healing, nutritional healing, and then physical healing. So we're really looking at the mind, the body, and the soul with that package. So the Holiday Trio is also out there, and it's available. You can purchase it for yourself as a holiday, you know, holiday perk or a holiday treat for yourself. Or you can certainly um, purchase it for someone else that you love and care about. And I do have gift certificates available. So if you want a tangible or you want an email gift certificate, we can do either of those. So those two things are out there. The other two things that I wanted to share with you today is that I have two summer yoga retreats. And if you have a child and you are trying to shift them toward yoga and mindfulness and moving and meditation and healthy eating and all of those things, what better way to celebrate than a weekend retreat? So maybe giving a gift certificate, maybe you have a, a great niece or nephew who would love a weekend away with you. This would be a great way to honor your time and, and someone else's time. But the first one is the Young and Fun Yoga Retreat. It's for a parent and a child or a caregiver and a child for ages 6 to 12. And it's the weekend of June 23rd through the 25th. It's here at the Sylvan Well. And the details to that are already on the Sylvan Well website. So you could check that out. Um, there are still spots available, and it's a very small group. We're only taking five children and five adults, so it'll be a really small gathering. We will be doing a lot of fun activities. We're doing some yoga, some mindfulness activities. We'll be creating vision boards. We'll also be spending some time doing some whole foods cooking, um, some of it campfire style, so your kids may get a kick out of that. We'll be also creating a very cute fairy garden. So this is going to be a great weekend, ages 6 to 12. And again, a parent, child, or a caregiver and a child, like an, you know, an aunt and, a and your niece or nephew, um, whatever that looks like. The price on that is $4.85 per unit. So it's $4.85 for two people. And it will be a super fun weekend here at the Sylvan Well. And the other one is a young and fun yoga retreat for kids, parent and child still, but ages 10 to 16. So this is, and notice the ages overlap, you would have to decide whether your child would be better in that younger group or the older group. Um, but this is spending some time, there's a horseback ride involved with this one. 
really creating delicious food, camp-like setting still. Uh, we, will be, we will be doing vision boards. We'll be talking about journaling, doing a little more introspective work in this one. They're ages 10 to 16, so it's all age appropriate. Um, but the other one that's 6 to 12 is definitely more little kid oriented. And this one is heading into the preteen and the teens. So, um, and this one is August 4th through the 6th here at the Sylvan Well. It's a little bit more expensive. It's $5.25 a family just because you're getting some journals and some other things are included um, that is not included in the younger, younger kids one. But I wanted to share the Young and Fun Yoga Retreats. They are on the Sylvan Well website under Retreat Offerings, Retreats and Gatherings. And it would be a great gift for you to offer someone that is young and sensitive and would have a penchant for yoga and movement and mindfulness and being in nature and all of that stuff. So I wanted to share those offerings with you right off the bat today just because that's what's going on around here. And those are some things that would make a great gift idea for the holiday season. So if you are interested in any of that, in the show notes today, I'm going to host a link to those retreats, the yoga retreats for the kids. And I will also be um, posting links to where you can find those two holiday specials, the holiday trio and the get one, give one. So all of that housekeeping out of the way, let's take a huge collective deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And one more in slow and release it. I always feel like when we take that collective breath together, it does more than center us. It just brings us into a sense of unity. It connects our lines. Everyone who listens to this, I feel like we become connected. And I love that feeling of oneness. I think that's what we're here for. So I have been doing a lot of kind of soul searching, inward working, if you will. And I have found that a lot of my clients who are on an ascension pathway, who are evolving, are doing similar work. And I tend to look at this work as past, present, future work. But it looks a little bit different for everyone. And what I want to dive into today with you is the idea of your past. And is that past how you are living? Is it impacting you now in a good way or a bad way? Or have you evolved past it? Have you learned the lessons and have you really evolved? So is your story your past or are you living that story still? That's really the question. Has your story, the what you've lived, how you've lived, the mistakes, the, the strengths, the challenges you've overcome, the high points, the low points, that story that has really, that's really your past, is it still today, is it your present, or have you moved past it? And I don't know the answers for you, obviously, but I have been looking at that for me because I want to evolve past my past. I want that story, those stories that 
every once in a while pop up and I think, oh, this is who I am. I want to remind myself in a really calm, collected way, no, that's who I was then. I'm not that person anymore because I've learned, I've evolved, I've used my past as my lesson and I'm not living that anymore. And I really believe that this is about our self-talk. This is about our learning, our evolution, and what we say to ourselves on a daily basis. So, and I'm using my own life with this, but because I, I never share my clients' stuff, especially on the podcast, but I look at my own learning. I look at my own trajectory, all of the things that were in my past. Am I living that now? Is that story still me? And I am proud to say that a lot of my story, my old story, has fallen away. When I started down a very spiritual path years ago, my parents' difficult relationship, their angst, their violence, their non-compassionate behavior toward each other, all of that was very much part of my story. I, in fact, I thought about it often. I recorded a few podcasts. I've referred to that those scenarios a lot. And it's no longer my story. Coming from a home of domestic violence, it's really not my story anymore. I mean, I'm sharing it today to keep it in perspective and to offer this to you, but I don't go there very often. And I stopped the other day when I was listening to someone talk about their story and how their story hasn't changed in 25 years. And what I realized was my story has changed a lot. I don't dwell on that difficult childhood time with my parents. Um, I don't look back to the domestic violence. I don't, it doesn't, I don't, I'm not triggered by that anymore. It's no longer my story of who I was. Um, I mean, it will always be my past, but it's not the story that I'm bringing into my present everyday life anymore. I worked really hard for a lot of years to move past that story, to not have that story in my own household, to be calm, to be mindful, to be compassionate as a human being, and to not be the reactionary people, person like my parents were. And... um, that story is definitely my past. I, I can't change my past, just like you cannot change your past. But I don't live in that anymore. I've let it go. I've released it. And it's not my story. It's not my present day story. And so what, what did I go through that for? I went through it to learn. I went through and experienced that childhood to become a human who didn't repeat it, who breaks that cycle. And this, I believe, truly is the key to this. We come onto the planet to experience our stories, to experience our lives, good, bad, label it, don't label it, hard, easy, whatever. We come onto the planet to have that experience and to learn from it. And once we've learned the lessons and checked the boxes and said, yep, got it, it can become our past. And then we move on to the next thing that we need to learn while we're here. The problem is that so many of us, and I include myself in this because I'm still learning, 
We go through our stories, we put it in the past, and then something triggers it and brings it back into the present. And if you know what I'm talking about, if you have something big that you experienced and then something triggers you and brings you right back to it, you know how difficult it is to put that back in the past and keep it your past story and not your present, right? So this is why we're here, folks. This is why. We are here to have our experiences, to learn from them, to check the boxes, to, to evolve above them and then put them in our past and not keep bringing them into our future. And that's the learning. That really is the learning. How do we continue to move forward on our path and not get sucked back into those previous lessons or those previous hardships? And I think it's a path that we're all on. So I'm going to invite you today to think for just a minute, if you were meeting someone new that didn't know you, didn't have any clue about who you are or what you're about, and you were going to introduce yourself, what part of those stories from the past would you share? And which part of those stories are definitely staying in the past? Which parts feel really relevant still? Like you're still smack in the middle of the learning. And which parts have you been able to put aside? How would you introduce yourself? Because for me, I never say, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm, I'm a survivor of childhood domestic violence and trauma. <laughs> I don't introduce myself that way. Because that's so far in my past and so much of what I have evolved past that it's not relevant anymore. It's relevant when I look at who I am, when I look at why I do what I do, or why I've overcome the things I've overcome, but it's not my current story. And so I don't need to bring that story into my present moment. And I am sure that if you are listening to this, there are stories for you that you've healed, or at least you think you've healed, and you are trying to figure out how to leave them in the past so that they no longer define your present moment. And it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But I think the thing that helped me to get kind of to the other side of some of these stories and really leave them in the past was really acknowledging why I went through them. What did I experience this for? What did my soul plan this journey, part of the journey for? What was my lesson here? What was I supposed to get from this? And if I do all of the work and I figure out the learning and figure out the lesson, then it's successful. Then I can check the boxes off and say, okay, that story can now go in the book of my past. I don't need to keep bringing it into my future. And if it's a really hard lesson, you may find that that story keeps popping up in your present day moment regardless. And that's the hard part. When you are still affected by triggers, when things still pop up into your present day from the past, it's just a sign to you that you have yet to fully heal it. Really, it's just a matter of looking at it and saying, okay, I guess that's not quite finished yet. I'm not quite done with the learning here. And we all go through that. The difference between someone who is on an ascension path, who is really evolving, the difference between them and someone who is not on the path is that that someone who is not on the path is not learning the lesson. They're not trying to figure out why they experienced that. 
They're just stuck in the experience of it. They're telling the story over and over and over again every single day. And when you are telling your story every day, and when you are watching scenarios in your present everyday life, and then you relate it to your past every moment, you haven't put the story behind you yet. And that generally means you haven't learned all the lessons yet. You haven't unpeeled all the layers to get to the core, to the root, or to the very center of it all. And unfortunately, the holidays tend to trigger people who have experienced trauma. Not always, but a lot of the time. People who have trauma or have experienced great loss or are grieving in some way, the holidays can compound that. And I think that's why I'm bringing this to the forefront today. I've worked with a lot of clients over the past couple of weeks who are dealing with childhood things, past traumas, really difficult hardships that they've overcome to, for the most part, and yet they haven't been able to leave behind. So it comes back around again and again until we fully we can fully heal it. And fully healing it is not easy. It's hard. And I'm going to invite you to take just a few quiet, calming, deep breaths. And as you are kind of breathing to breathe in light and release anxiety, I would like you to think about this question. Is your story your past? Or is your story still in the present? Is your story your past? Or is your story still in your present day now moment? If you are smack in the middle of something really hard or really big or even really amazing sometimes, but you are smack in the middle of it, then your story is right now. We all have different stories. And if it's right now and you're writing the story, then you can control the ending and the outcome by your thoughts because we all know our thoughts create things. But if you're right now is constantly thinking about a story from the past, then that's when you have a little bit more work to do. We want to leave the stories of the past in the past. We want to do the healing work and then leave them behind. So I have to share with you that this is what the Akashic Records offers to my clients. This isn't a sales plug. It's just for you to understand how that healing works. When I say intuitive healing, sometimes people really truly don't understand what that means. And I want to explain it to you from my perspective. Other healers and other healing facilitators probably have a slightly different view. But for me, I have a client come to me and share a story. And it's something from their past. It's something that happened in childhood. It's something that they lived through. It's a trauma. It's something that they still hold and they think about and they're still carrying. In a, in a healing facilitated session with me, we dive into the why. Why are you still carrying this? 
what part of this story haven't you processed through yet? And let's process through it so we can get you to the other side so that story can become your past. And it doesn't have to stay um, kind of floating around in your present now moment. We can let it go into the past. And that is what a healing facilitated session is like. We, we dive into the why so that you can understand it in your now. And I, my wish for, for all of you listening is that your past stories can be healed and you can leave them behind and you can move forward. Now, that doesn't mean the stories are over because we know that life is for us. And so life is bringing us new stories, new mountains to climb, new things, right? Um, we know this. But you can deal with one thing at a time. You can stay in the present moment and deal with today's story and not have to deal with today's and all of yesterday's stories <laughs> because that's a lot. It's a lot for any of us to carry. And I'm doing my own work around this. Um, you know, as a parent of seven, one of my children on any given day is experiencing something that I have already healed in my own life from my own youth or childhood or whatever. And so it's interesting now as, you know, someone with some years behind me, I won't say older, but, you know, I'm 52 and I do have some wisdom behind me. I have lived 52 years where, you know, my younger son, my youngest adult son is 24. And so I listen to him share, or I listen to my 31 year old share and yeah, I get it because I've lived through those stories, a lot of them. They're not my now, but they're definitely my, my past stories. And so the key is to be able to remember those stories, not be triggered by the memory, but be able to look back at those stories and think, wow, I lived through that. Here's what I did that was good. Here's the choice that I made with that story that wasn't so good. Now, what are you going to choose? And being able to offer insights and opinions and clarity is, is a blessing for me right now. My seven kids have heard a lot of stories about my own past life. My good choices, my bad choices, things I've healed. And my kids are, and I are close. And so they know the things that I'm still working on healing. Because we're never done with that process, right? We're never going to arrive at the moment where we say, yep. I've healed everything. I'm good to go. Because the minute we say that, I guarantee you will be smacked with something else that you need to look at. Because we're humans. And humans are here to evolve and to learn and to grow. And it's a never-ending process. That we don't get to the final end point. So it's here. And so I invite you again and again today, the next few days, to ask about your stories. Is my story in the past or am I still living this story today? And if it's in the past, then that should tell you that nothing triggers that anymore. Maybe a memory, you might remember something and then it just kind of floats away. But if you remember it and it triggers in you all of the emotions from days gone by, you haven't healed it yet. It's still there. It's still raw. It still needs healing. It still needs time and attention. 
And that is really important work to do. And that's what the Akashic Record sessions that I offer do. That's how we operate. In that session, we look at the trauma or we look at the healing or we look at the even the trajectory for the future. And we ask, what is in my highest good? How can this situation serve me? And we dive into the whys. And I love the whys because it's so valuable to know why we do what we do, why we experience something, why we reacted as we did. All of those whys are part of the teaching tools that get us to the other side. So I want to kind of end this conversation about your stories by offering you the guidance to not be too hard on yourself. Don't judge your process, but do your best to look at it objectively. Do your best to be able to step back and say, why did I do that? Why did I respond that way? Why am I responding this way? Is this part of my past story? Or is this me right now? Because until you look at it and know your why, you can't heal it. You can't heal it. And we are here to heal and to transform ourselves so that we are higher vibrating creatures. So that we emit a high vibrational frequency so we can live more in the light and more in love and more in compassion. That's what we're here for. We're here for connection. We're here for oneness. We're here for unity. We are here to be living in the light. And heading into the holidays can be a trigger situation for a lot of people. And so I want you to, I invite you to look at your past story and see if you're still living that today or if you've healed it. And if you have healed it, then pat yourself on the back and really express some gratitude for your soul's journey. Because healing is not easy. But it's here for you. It definitely is here for you. So I would like to close this podcast today um, using some Marianne Williamson ideas. So maybe you can get still for just a minute. Maybe you can close your eyes gently if that feels comfortable. Maybe you can take a few deep breaths, really tune in and focus on the breathing. And then open up the crown chakra in the top of your head. Allow the connection, the flow of energy in and out. And let's ask four questions today. And maybe you pose these questions to your soul, to your higher self, to your guardian angels, maybe to spirit. And after each one, we'll take a deep breath or two and we'll wait and see what happens for the answers. See what comes through. So if you can join me in being still, we'll take just a few moments here to close our podcast today. So the first question, and pose it to whomever on the other side you would like. Where would you have me go today? Question two, what would you have me do today? 
Question three, what would you have me say today? And the second part of that, and to whom? I believe that we are all on a journey for healing. We're all on a human journey to come back to oneness, to come back to unity, to return to love and to compassion. By posing those four questions, we're inviting spirit to talk to us. We are inviting in divine wisdom. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? We're asking for guidance for our day so that we can fully live in the now moment and create the story today that needs to be created. I truly believe we write our own stories by our thoughts. Our thoughts are powerful and our thoughts create things. Our thoughts create ideas. Our thoughts create pathways. Our thoughts create relationships, our thoughts create emotions. So by guarding our thoughts and allowing our thoughts the power that they are deserving of or that they're worthy of, we're doing ourselves a huge benefit. So maybe you got a little hit with those questions today. Maybe you got a little insight. Maybe you got a little nudge from the spirit realm on where you should go or what you should do or what you should say today. And I hope you listen because your soul knows what you need. It knows what you need to heal. And it most definitely knows how to keep the stories of the past and get them into and keep them into the past. So I don't know if it helps you. As you know from podcasts previously, I'm processing my own things and I just share it with you so that hopefully some of these ideas help you process as well. I hope on this snowy morning that I'm recording on Saturday the 19th, I hope that you are healthy and you are happy and you are whole and you're centered and you are ready to head into these last few weeks of 2022 with joy. I hope joy. I hope it's joy for you. Joy serves us well. So many blessings and much love. Check the show notes for any links that might have interested you from earlier and I will talk to you soon again in a week. Have a beautiful week ahead. Thanks for listening.